Welcome to Global Impact with Reverend Michael Foy. God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Likewise, God has specially anointed the man of God, Reverend Michael Foray, to preach and teach the unadulterated word of God with clarity and understanding, followed by healings, signs, wonders, and mighty miracles. He is the senior pastor of the God Life Central Church International, a thriving ministry in Kumasi, Ghana. Now listen and be blessed. The precious blood of Jesus Christ redeems. I want to talk about framing your world. Framing your world. Hebrews chapter 1. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spoke in time past about the fathers by the prophets, unto the father, had in this last day spoken unto us by his son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the words of his power. Bible says that God upholds all things by the words of his power. God, through his word, holds all things. Do you know that the world is just hanging? Nothing is holding the world. The earth. There are many planets. Billions of stars. The earth compared to stars is very small. The sun is an average star. An average. There are there are stars that are one million times bigger than the sun. There are stars that are one billion times bigger than the sun. And they move in space. Bible says God upholds all things by the word of his power. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Through faith, we understand that the worlds, not the world, the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Bible says, through faith, we understand that the worlds, the Greek will say the eons, Greek were framed by the word of God. God used the word of his mouth to create the world. The world 
was created by God. And he framed it. No, 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 no. Stop, stop searching how the world was created. The world was created by the word of God. And that is it. And God also uphold all things by the word of his power. The word of God keeps us, makes us alive. When the children of Israel received the law, they thought it was just a vain thing, just laws. But Moses told them, he says, the words, the commandments that I'm giving to you today, it is your life. He said, for by it, your life will be prolonged. If you're going to live long, it will depend on the word of God. If you're going to prosper, it depends on the word of God. God made all things by his word. Tell somebody, God made all things by his word. And by his word, your life can be made beautiful. Isaiah chapter 51 verse 16. This is God talking. And I have put my words in your mouth and I have covered thee in the shadow of my hand that I may plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth and say unto Zion, Thou art my people. Can you give me NIV? I have put my words in your mouth and covered you with the shadow of my hands. I who set the heavens in place, who laid the foundations of the earth and who say to Zion, You are my people. Here, God is saying that he has given you something. What has he given you? He said he has put his word in your mouth. And now he is telling you what the word in your mouth is capable of doing. He says, I who set the heavens in place who laid the foundations of the earth who plant the heavens in other words when the word of God is in your mouth you can plant anything you want to plant in your life he says that same power that same effect that he had by his word you can have the same thing put your hands together for the Lord Isaiah 48 verse 17 this is what the Lord says your redeemer the, the holy one of Israel I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you who directs you in the way you should go he says this is what the Lord is saying. The Lord who is your redeemer. Who redeemed you from sin. And from the hands of the, the enemy. He says, I'm the Lord your God. Who teaches you what is best for you. Who directs you in the way you should go. Give me a King James. Thus said the Lord your redeemer. The Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God which teaches thee to profit, which leads you by the way that you should go. He says, God teaches you how to make profit. You see, the word loss is not a good word. God is saying that I am the one that 
notice you to 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 God says I teach you to make profit in life from today no more losses in your life I said from today no more losses in your life how will God teach you to make Prophet. He teach you profit. He said he has already given you the capital. To do business and to do well. And the capital he has given you is that he has put his word in your mouth that you will plant the heavens. He has put his word in your mouth that you will plant your life. So if you lose, if you make losses in life, tell somebody every Christian can do well. Every Christian can be blessed. Your marriage can be a blessing. Your ministry can be a blessing. Finances, you can be blessed in it. In your education, you can prosper in it. Why? He said, I, the Lord, I teach you to what? To make profit. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 5. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Give me an IV. Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children. He says, Imitate God. In other words, Copy God. Tell somebody, copy God. The only place that you copy and you are right is when you copy God. Bible says, be imitators of what? Of God as dear children. As children of God, God wants us to imitate him in how he created the world. In Genesis chapter 1 from verse 3 and the Lord said let there be light and there was light. God saw that the light was good and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the day and, the, and, and darkness and called night and day and there was evening and there was morning the first day. This verse. And the God said let there be an expanse between the waters to separate water from water from water. So God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from the water above it. And it was so. Verse 20. And God said, let the water team with living creatures and let birds fly over the earth across the expanse of the sky. And God created great whales and every living thing that moved, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every wing fowl after his kind and God saw that it was good you see this is how God was creating by the word of his mouth let there be let this appear let that appear let this happen let this happen let that let us have abundance of fishes and the Bible all these things were coming to pass God is saying that he has Put his word in your mouth. Let me tell you something. You can frame your word by what you say with your mouth. If you declare what God has said about you, 
it will come to pass. But if you say negative things, if God says something, see, you remember the children of Israel? Sorry, Moses sent them to, to spy the land. When they came back, ten of them they brought an evil report. In other words, what they said was contrary to what God has declared. God said, I will give you this land. The land that flows with milk and honey. The land that you shall prosper in and great things will happen to you. When they came back, they said, oh, the the land is, is the, we cannot take the land. Yes, as as they say, the land eats its inhabitants. As 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 inhabitants. inhabitants. There are giants on the land. The children of Anak are on the land. We cannot take it. Ten of them. And because of that, they died. But the two who came with a good report, Caleb and Joshua, they lived on. They went to the land and possessed the land. Why? Because what you say with your mouth is what happens in your life. So when God says you are blessed, confess it. I am blessed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So what you say will determine how your life will go. That's what the Bible even says that let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. He says don't let the weak say I am weak. Framing your world by your tongue. James chapter 3. He says that little two in your mouth can cause fire in hell. Can do great things. When you know how to use it. I said when you know how to use it. James chapter 3. He says for in many things we offend all. If a man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. That's verse. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds Yet are they turned about with a very small hem, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members. That it defies the whole body and set on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire. Listen, it says the tongue, the tongue that is in your mouth, is so powerful. To me, a woman. I says we offend in many things. But if you don't offend in this matter, 
then you are a mature person. Who is a mature believer? Who is a perfect believer? A perfect believer is the person that knows how to use his tongue. You know how to use your tongue. says, if any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. So he mentioned three things. He mentioned the, the horse. Horses are very strong animals. They are very powerful with speed. But you can see a small boy controlling a huge horse. Why? Said we put bits, we put some small metal in the mouth of the horse. And then they put a rope on it. So when you sit on it, you begin to control the horse. You control the horse because of what is in the mouth. And it talks about the big ship which is in the sea. Great wind. Yet, there is something small called the hem, like a steer, where the, the, the governor, the driver, turns it. So you can see a ship can move from, from Europe to Africa. You see, you see, one amazing thing is that the, the ship, the first ship that they brought to Africa, didn't have engines so it was carried by the wind they used, you know the sailors um, ship you see the ship has a tall um, wood and then they have put a cloth on it so when they turn it the wind push it, pushes the cloth and the ship is coming and it came all the way from Europe and all around many places to Africa. And from Africa to Europe. what determines the direction is the hem. That little thing that controls the ship. The same way he said, your body is controlled by your tongue. So the steer of your life is your tongue. How many of you wants to sit? You you are you are given somebody is touching you a car. A nice BMW. Nice ties. ties. Light is working. Everything. Yes, everything is there. And he tells you, my friend, but there is no steer. Will you accept such a gift? Because the moment you take it, there is no steer. It means that the, the, the vehicle has no control. Even it is going, it's going to hit a rock or hit another car. It cannot be controlled. The engine can be new. See, most accidents, they say the driver lost control. Have you, how many of you have heard that before? The driver lost control. It's either he was sleeping or 
the, the steer developed a fault. And many people died. Hallelujah. So he said, your tongue determines the direction that your life will go. First Timothy chapter 6 from verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto you are also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. He says fight the good fight of faith. <laughs> he says you faith is a fight. A good fight. Tell somebody a good fight. Say a good fight. And says lay hold on eternal life. Claim eternal life. In other words, you can lose it. How do you fight the fight of faith? He says, where unto thou also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. He says, what shows that you are in the fight of faith and what what makes you win is your profession or your confession what you say with your mouth in the first place how did you become born again i give thee charge in the sight of god who quickeneth all things and before christ jesus who before pontius pilate Witness a good profession. He said, when Jesus was before Pontius Pilate, he witnessed a good profession. When Pontius Pilate asked him, are you the son of God? He said, yes. And he said, he gave a testimony. He said, from henceforth, all men will see, will see the son of God. He Confess he told Pilate who he was and his assignment. And said, For this purpose, the Son of Man came. So he said, Even Jesus, for him to die for us and to save us, what he said, because that made Pontius Pilate to put him to the cross. Else he wouldn't have died. It was his confession. Are you the Son of God? He said yes. And he said to him, he said, look, my kingdom is not from here. If my kingdom was from here, my father will release angels to come and release me. It's a good confession. He said who he was. Let me tell you, before you become a Christian, what you say is in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 look at verse 8 verse 8, 9 and 10 Bible says but what said it the world, the word is nigh thee even in your mouth and in your heart that is the word of faith which we preach it says the word is where it's near you it's very close to you says, faith is very close to you the word the word that can change your world it says it's very close to you where is that word it says it is in your heart and in your mouth it says it is in your heart and in your mouth it says that if you shall confess with your mouth the lord jesus 
and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, then you shall be saved. How can somebody be saved? How can somebody be translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light? How can somebody be taken from the hands of the devil to the kingdom of God? How can somebody go to heaven? It says it is in your mouth. Your translation from hell to heaven is in your mouth. That for you to be saved. Look, you can never say that as for me, I'll never confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I believe it in my heart, but I will not confess when it. When you say that, look, believe you me, you go to hell. You are, you are still not saved. It says, it is in your heart and where? In your mouth. See, if you confess that the Lord Jesus, in other words, Jesus is the Lord of your life. That from now on you release your life to him as your master. Jesus is your master. And that God has raised him from the dead. See, then you shall be saved. Let me tell you something. The same principle is what we use to get our healing. To get our miracles. To get our finances. To get our blessings. It's, it is in your mouth. I said it is in your mouth. So he says, if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe with your heart. Then shall you be saved. So somebody can say, so sometimes the pastor will say, if you want to give your life to Christ, raise your hand. Maybe come forward. Repeat this after me. Lord Jesus. The person says, I will say it in my heart. He says, you must confess it with your mouth. Put your hands together for the Lord. You must confess it with what? Your mouth. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Next verse. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Can I say it this way? By your tongue, you shall live. By your tongue, you shall die. Is that what the Bible is saying? It says, death and life are in the power of tongue. So, look, I'm, I'm telling you. Here, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Why do we associate power with tongue. In James 6.10, it says, by that tongue, you use in what? In blessing. And by that same tongue, you use in what? In cursing. Your tongue can be a tool of blessing for you. And your tongue can be a tool of what? Death. Something, a, a trap. It says, out of the same mouth proceeds blessings and curses. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. So in other words, he's trying to tell you that use your tongue aright. Use your tongue rightly. 
death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. They that love it shall do what? Eat the fruit thereof. In our normal life, we say that you eat the fruit of your hands. But here, Solomon is saying something different. The verse 20. He says that a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of what? Did he say his hands? Did he say his hands? He says a man's belly shall be satisfied with what? So you're from Bayema. With the fruit of his mouth. So it means if you are going to be satisfied in life. What you say with your mouth. Things are not working. Look. Things will continue not to work. Begin to praise God. Oh, how is business? It is well. What is happening in your life? Oh, everything is well. There are some people, they even, they, even, they even see. But the moment you call them, and some people even use sicknesses as excuses. You are claiming that sickness. He says, your life will be satisfied with the fruit of what? Of your mouth. Bible says he calls things which be not as though they were. So your father who doesn't go to church always pronounce it. My father is saved. My mother will be saved. They, mother is well. My family, we are strong people. The blessing of God, the glory of God is in our house. The glory of God is upon us. Arise and shine. For thy light has come. Not that your light will come. Has come. I'm the light of the world. Use your mouth correctly. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. In Second Kings, do you remember the, the woman or the Shunammite woman, the prophet Elisha? Bible says that Elisha was passing by. He, was, he always passed by a certain woman's house. And this woman made told the husband. He said, "I have seen this man of God. He passes by my house, our house every day. Why don't we make him a little chamber?" that when he comes he can just rest there and the bible said that they, they made a small room for Elisha they put a table and a bed there put lights there one day Elisha called his servant Gehazi second kings and he said this woman what can we do for her and the bible said that they called the woman the woman said, oh, ask for me, I don't need anything. But Eli- Gehazi, the servant of the prophet, said to Elisha, this woman has no child. And the prophet declared, he says, a year by this time, you have a child. Second Kings chapter 4, you have a child. And Bible says, exactly a year, the woman gave birth to a boy and something happened one day when the boy grew up 
died. But when the boy died, the woman didn't cry. Can you imagine a woman who has lost her only child? Bible says she bundled the child. She cleaned the body. Carried the child. And opened the prophet's room. And laid the dead boy on the prophet's bed. And the husband asked her, and she started going. The husband asked her, "Why are you going?" He said, "Is everything okay?" She said, "All is well." Your child is dead, and you are saying, "All is well." Let's look at it. Second Kings chapter four, from verse eighteen. And when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said to, to the lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his house, into, to his mother, he sat on his, her knees till noon and then died. So the boy actually died. Verse 21. And when she, when she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out, and she called unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses, that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, Wherefore would thou go to, to him? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. Listen, the woman's son is dead. She didn't tell the husband. She went to the husband and said, Send me to the man of God. And the husband said, What is the problem? So how He said, All shall be well. How many women can do that? The man the, the husband asked him, Ah, you see, it's not the end of the man to go and pay your tithes. There is no convention in the church. Why do you want to see the man of God? But the woman said, All shall be well. Next verse. Then she saddled an ass and said to her, to a servant, drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me, except I tell you. Next verse. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass, when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said to Gehazi his servant, Behold, yonder is the Shunammite. Run now, I tell you, to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your child? And she answered, It is well. Look at the woman. The prophet said, Is your husband well? Is your child well? Are you okay? The woman said, All is well. Put your hands together. For the Lord. This is a woman of face. Sometimes when there is a problem, they are afraid. You start taking, you, you, you take a call. Hey, mommy, mommy, uh, uh, free way, free. you start calling people. You have to calm down. All is, your father didn't take care of you. All is, no, no, you are not saying it. All is, it's a woman. Tell somebody, my future will be alright. Say, my future will be alright. 
All is. It is well with my soul. I, I think the story of that man, the, one, the man who wrote that story, who wrote that song, that hymn, it is well, it is well with my soul. He married, and after a short time, the wife died, right? And he was a missionary. He had so many problems, and he sang the song. It is well, it is well with my soul, with my soul. It is well. It is well with my soul. Yeah. It is well. They didn't give you money. They sacked you from the workplace. Don't go and work against them and and say negative things about people. It is. Next verse. And when she came to the man of God, to the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to thrust her away. And the man of God said, let her alone for her soul is wax within her and the Lord had hid it from me and had not told me. He says something has happened but even God has not shown me. It's not everything God will show the prophet. But the woman was a woman of faith. To cut a long story short she got her son back to life again. Put your hands together for the Lord. All is all is you see, there are some people who are always anticipating evil. Always thinking, hey, nanka, as was the person is in church. Hey, nanka, they are people who are always anticipating evil. Hey, what if my father dies today? Look, don't do that. Yes, sir. Don't anticipate evil. Expect great things to happen in your life. Tell somebody, expect great things to happen. Say, expect great things. My tomorrow will be alright. Say it. The message you just heard was produced by Global Impact Media of the God Life Center Church International. For more information, contact 0249 52 0713. You can also visit us this and every Sunday at Christ City God Life Central Church International, situated at Stokoban and Payo off Awudu Daban Road, Kumasi. If you want to give your life to Christ, you can do so by praying this prayer after me. Say, Father, I come to you this day. I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me and you rose again. Be the Lord and master of my life. Wash me in your blood and forgive me of all my sins. I am now a child of God, born again and sanctified by the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Amen.